You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. You're listening to The The Weekly Weekly Ponder. Ponder. I'm Nagina Pirzad, your favorite opinion columnist who writes The Weekly Ponder. Um, Every week I go through current events and just let you know my opinion on them, nationally, regionally, internationally, all of it. And I am joined by... Tanner Owens, the current opinion editor, who has the gracious job of editing Nagina's wonderful posts every week and doing this weekly podcast with her. I'm kind of sad. I only have, what, two more ponders left. Yeah, then we're out of here. We're out of here. I'll still be pondering the news, not publicly through the Emerald, but (laughs) watch out. (laughs) Watch out for my ponders somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so much has been happening in the news as usual. Um, a lot of stuff on campus, a lot of negative things associated with our campus has has gone down this past week. Um, but also some good things, so good and bad. Um, to start things off with, uh, everybody kind of jokes that our campus has two seasons, right? Rain and construction. <laughs> um, this year, the construction didn't wasn't just limited to summertime. We have had construction all year on some really big key buildings on campus. Um, earlier this month, our um, student union, the Herb Memorial Union, was open um, after so much time of being under construction. So that was really exciting to see um, parts of it that are um, remodeled and that are finished. Yeah, there's a lot of more open space, a lot more open windows now than before. It looks so much better already, even it's though they so haven't nice. opened at all. Because Nagina and I took a tour of the whole thing when it was mm-hmm. under construction, and so we're ready for it to be fully finished before yeah. we leave. But yeah, they have some really big ideas for it, so I'm excited for it to be like at a hundred percent and like and complete like full use. So with the EMU construction coming to an end, I feel like all these other projects are sprouting up along campus. Um, One remodel that was shared with the rest of campus recently was the Chapman Hall remodel, and that is where our Robert D. Clark Honors College is housed. So that'll be nice. Apparently, it hasn't been touched in decades, so it'll be cool to see how they will spruce it up, but also keep that sort of honors collegiate vibe to it. Um, Along with Chapman Hall, the science library has been under construction for so long now. So that is the building that is surrounded by Cascade, Onyx, and Willamette on the three sides. Um, And before the science library used to be underground. And so now they're making it above ground, which is pretty cool. It looks pretty cool so far. And like the pictures that they have of what it will um, be like in the end um, look really awesome. There will be a cafe, a ton of more study space. Um, They're going to have rooms apparently dedicated or like designated for um, different departments. So there's going to be some separation, but then some common space too. Yeah, I feel like the science library was kind of like the EMU, just like dark and dreary. And like, especially because it was in the basement, like I've only been in there a few times, but it was very not easy to study and you couldn't tell like what time of day it was and not good. No way, but... For somebody like me who gets really easily distracted, that was a good place to find like really dark corners where nobody (laughs) was visible. I used to bang out some papers in that library, so I'm interested to see what what they come up with now. Some natural light would be nice. Yeah, it's cool that they get a cafe too. I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so apparently the old science library wasn't touched or remodeled since 1962. 
So this is a big upgrade and it will be called the Allen Price Science Commons, which is great because science is a big deal. Scientists and researchers yeah, on, are... on this university, especially with all the yeah, research being done. Exactly. And then also with all the sickness that happens on this campus, we need these science professionals to to find the viruses and the bacterial infections and all that good stuff and try to contain them. Because unfortunately, on a campus as large as ours, we have like sicknesses constantly just like outbreaking yeah, everywhere. It's crazy. At the moment, <laughs> the trendy <laughs> sickness that's going around is neurovirus. Um, so here's a little PSA to everybody. If you are experiencing stomach pain, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, or any other symptoms like this where you are feeling unsettled um, for a long period of time, go to the University Health Center. And not to class. Not to class. Don't wait. Um, this sickness is highly contagious and really hard to get rid of 100%. It's really hard to terminate. Um, so far, the health center has reported about 30 possible cases and then 20 solid ones that meet the clinical criteria for the virus. Wow. So those are some pretty big numbers yeah. for a virus that intense. So everybody keep washing your hands and covering your mouth when you cough. Yeah. And if you have a roommate that is sick too, do your best to take care of them, but stay clear. Like know that this is a very, very contagious disease and so you know you got to make sure you take your precautions completely and this week the uo health center medical director richard brunader was saying how it is really important to keep common areas like places that are really like highly frequented throughout the week really sanitized so when you're at the gym wipe off your equipment you know, when you're at the EMU and you're about to eat, like wipe down that table. Um, and you yeah. just carry around a thing of Lysol at all times. Exactly. Just Lysol everywhere you go. Exactly. Yeah. And like you won't look like you're super anal or anything. You're just like try to keep healthy. It's important. Like I've even considered one of the face masks to wear on campus because I'm I'm trying to go out of town this weekend. I do not want to get sick. Do it. <laughs> do it. I want to see you with that on. <laughs> I've seen some students with face masks. I mean, it's pretty More smart. so this week for sure. Oh, Yeah. I mean, everybody's sick, and it's it's like, what, two more weeks left? We need to Yeah, it's time healthy. to bunker down and get healthy, and people are doing the opposite. Um, some UO students who do not know how to clean up after themselves that well um, are members of Greek life. And not to, not to generalize, but UO Greek life and the other individuals who accompany UO Greek life to Lake Shasta um, are to blame for some really serious destruction that happened on Slaughterhouse Island um, at the lake site this past weekend. Um, lake Shasta is in Northern California. It's about a, what, five to six hour drive from Eugene? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so every year, it's, this has been happening for a really long time, at the end of May, often during Memorial Day weekend or the weekend before or something like this year, Caravans, caravans of U of O students just, you know, mob down I-5. Um, they rent out these boat houses, these patio houses, campsites and all of that, and go to Lake Shasta just for an all-out fun weekend, party hard <laughs> weekend. And everybody knows about it. You know, everybody knows it happens. Everybody knows about the drive, the stops at In-N-Out along the way. <laughs> um, but this year... 
they just left so much trash behind. They left 90 plus tents behind. And all of this was shown through images that a Facebook user and somebody who wrote on their Facebook page that they are a resident of California. Her name was um, Jennifer Vic Cox. And so she posted a series of photos um, onto her Facebook that went viral instantly. Um, The nation is talking about this right now. And the pictures just show how trashed um, Slaughterhouse Island was specifically. And there's one picture of a cooler that had some Greek letters on it for the Lambda Chi Alpha fraternity, as well as the statement, do you want to do some blow man? Which I could not believe that is a giant picture along with all the other UO memorabilia and all the other pictures. And I was like, this is just great for the image of University of Oregon. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. What's also upsetting, though, is that the only people identified are the ones through these Greek letters. So there are hundreds of people who are going to go, you know, unknown for all of this damage. Um, And not that I feel bad for the fraternity, obviously, but there needs to be some other people who step up because of this last week, the Lambda Chi Alpha National Headquarters suspended um, all chapters of the fraternity until further investigation occurs. And then the UO chapter did a public apology, um, apologizing for the destruction at Lake Shasta and pledging that they would assist the U.S. Forest Service with the cleaning. Um, But then in a video that surfaced um, from the local news in Northern California um, was a video showing another fraternity's letters on a cooler. And this was Sigma Phi Epsilon um, with the statement, Make America Great Again. Um, KRCR News showed the cooler, like, complete, like, obviously, you know, like, you couldn't get the letters wrong or anything, but I think these other fraternities need to step up, and, and they're plus ones, you know, the sorority girls, the non-sorority girls, like, everybody who was a part of it, I mean, there were 90 tents left behind, like, there's no way that there was only a few people to blame. Well, yeah, we can already tell that many of these people that were there aren't the most responsible in the first place. So it's kind of hard to ask them to take real responsibility since they couldn't even do it themselves the first time. Exactly. Like, I doubt it will happen, but... It's just sad that these kids, I mean, a lot of these kids go two, three, four years in a row to Lake Shasta, and they want to go back next year. Why wouldn't they try to keep it beautiful, keep it the way it is, clean up after themselves like we've been taught to do since we were four years old? Exactly. Like simple, just throw away your trash. This year, like through all these clips that I watched from the local media and from other articles and stuff was that every year, yeah, there is some trash that is left behind. Like it's evident with the amount of people who go there and the Forest Service and the Lake Shasta, um, I guess, people who could like control Lake Shasta have a really good relationship with these universities that come I mean, it makes them money. It is a business, obviously. Yeah. They know what happens every weekend. They prepare for it. But they were just so disappointed in this year because there was food, alcohol, clothing, tents, other camping equipment left behind that could have easily been picked up. And especially with it being an island, like that's going to be hard to clean up. They've estimated about $10,000 in fees for all the damage so it's not a small scale incident i mean that's like number one camping rule you whatever you bring 
You take. You take. Yeah. That's like camping rule numero uno. I mean, I've never been camping and I know that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens. The school hasn't publicly apologized in any way either. I want the parents of these kids. I hope they're the getting parents, mad at them. I hope yeah. they're getting in trouble by their parents or at least getting scolded. You know, I really hope it's not one of those kids will be kids, college students will be college. You know, yeah, like yeah. I get it. YOLO, it is the end of senior year for a lot of people. It's the end of the year for others. Um, everybody likes to have fun. But why? This could ruin the chances of other people having that fun or of these guys coming back and visiting their chapter in the future. You know, like, why ruin such a good thing when you could have easily had your fun, but also... Maybe you cut know. your fun an hour short, exactly. do some cleaning up. Wake like, up a little earlier before you drive home, clean up your space. Um, but I guess it's easier said than done for a lot of people. I don't know. But it's crazy to see how viral these pictures have gone. Like, it sucks that that's our reputation, but... You know, what What can you do? You can't control 30 plus thousand people, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, the picture showed a lot of organ paraphernalia, like clothing, hats, water bottles. So it was obviously our school. 100%. Unfortunately. Well, for the rest of the school that can clean up after themselves. <laughs> I'm kidding. But the school, the school year is coming to an end, which is really, really sad. Um, one more ponder will be, two more ponders will be coming out week 10 and finals week. Um, so stay tuned for that. A yearly ponder has been written and it was featured in Monday's issue of our grad guide that the opinion editor Tanner with me here, um, was in charge of, and he did a great job of compiling some really entertaining pieces, both entertaining and nostalgic. It was, it was sad to read as a senior because it kind of, helped with the whole process of yeah. this is coming to an end it contributed to the to the sadness so yeah all that grad guide stuff is going to be coming out online throughout this week and next week so and during graduation so in a couple of weeks we're just going to try to get as much content out as we can so check out the grad guide special section for sure killing us slowly with that content uh, every day i'm gonna read a new article about graduating it's gonna be so sad <laughs> Well, like always, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for some future ponders. I am Nagina Pierzad. You can follow me on Twitter at Nagina Pepina. And I'm Tanner Owens. You can follow me on Twitter at T underscore Owens 21. Thanks for listening.